broadcasting live out of a basement in Appleton, Wisconsin. You're tuned into Fox City's Core on WCZR Code Zero Radio. We're the show that gives you an opportunity to call in and be a part of the show. Our call in line is 920-358-0795. Core. My next guests are a hardcore band from the Green Bay area. They officially formed recently. I'd like to welcome Crucial Moves to Fox City's Core. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Doing How well are you, so Andy? Far? Kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to not giggle a whole bunch. Yeah. Apparently so. Dan's going to derail this. Yes, he is. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Everything that goes wrong is usually his fault. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> well, this is going to be really tough because we've got a, a big spread of people here today, which... It's kind of hard to get with the the camera angles here, so I'll, you guys will keep me on my feet, which I appreciate. <laughs> yes, I, yes. You, Crucial Moves is a pretty new band. When did you guys officially get off the ground? So, um, I've been trying to put this project together for you know probably almost a decade, and every time I try to get some iteration of it together, it just fizzles out. And I had found out Jordan had moved back from Arizona. Hayden had posted some banging drums on Facebook. And I was like, yo, you should play hardcore. (laughs) And we ended up slipping into the DMs. And I uh, got Jordan to meet me out for coffee and told him, I'm like, "Eh, I won't be very serious. It'll be like once in a great while we get together. (laughs) You tricked me. Much trickery. I hoodwinked him for sure. (laughs) And then when we started talking about vocalists, you know, like I was in a band with Trace 15 years ago. Probably 15 years ago, dude. And, you know, everybody kind of agreed that, like, there's nobody else. Mm -hmm. And then I spent a... Several, several months, like, just absolutely harassing jazz. (laughs) And jazz finally came out. So I would say that, like, our first time we actually got together would be November. And we just kind of, like, a quick, like, ah, let's see if this works. And, you know, by the time we were done with just one, like, get-together, we had two full songs done. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And, like, front to back, ready to rock and roll. And since then, it's just been, like, every time we get together, there's something new. And it just kind of seems yeah. effortless. Yeah. Hit yeah. Down running. I would agree with that. That was also, the first time we got together is also when the Crucial Moves curse started, where <laughs> yeah. it just snows Blizzard every single every time. time. Oh, yeah. Every single time, time actually. <laughs> we either have to Ever practice. since I joined. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been full-blown bummer. blizzard. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, people of Wisconsin, it is our fault. Yes, it is, absolutely. Every, every time it, it snowed this year, it's because we were practicing. So. <laughs> practicing or we're going to try to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, your last show that was at the uh, Cold Shot, mm-hmm. yep. and you, you played there with... Um, Sweet talk. Sweet, Sweet talk. talk. Sweet talk. Yes, thank you. Yeah. See how my mind works in the morning. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, and it, 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 we had a ton of snow that morning, didn't we? Yep. yep. Yes, we did. Woke up to a straight up blizzard, mm-hmm. and I was like, we're like, of like a few inches, and then we get like a foot and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're yeah, welcome. of course. <laughs> it, it sounds like that show went really, really well from everything I, yeah. I saw. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Definitely. It was, it was a blast. Yeah. Good old uh, hometown throwdown. <laughs> Eight million degrees in there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always cold forget shot. that the cold shot is like 400 degrees warmer inside than it is outside, and it doesn't matter how cold it is outside. <laughs> yeah, it was jacked a up. pretty ironic name, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Trace, I know you've got kind of a history with, with Sweet Talk. You did help them with some videos. Yeah, yeah, I helped with my buddy Ryan Kimball. I did uh, one of their music videos. Um so yeah, yeah, I had a little small relationship yeah. with them, with Jamie specifically. So yeah, cool guys, yeah. a lot of fun. Cool yeah, yeah. Uh, it's don't want to jump the gun here, but do you have any shows coming up in the immediate future in the area? Because this was your first Fox City show. Yeah, yeah and you guys are all from the Fox yeah, Cities, right? So second show, show overall ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've got some stuff coming up. We've uh, we're playing in Milwaukee on May sixth mm-hmm. uh, at Last Rites. We've got some stuff going on in June. Trying to book out uh, sober AF. <laughs> um, trying to sort that out. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so just trying to finalize details with that. Um, do that. We've got, uh, we're playing a tour kickoff for Death Wish with Retox AD and Death Wish at Misfits. 
And then I am uh, currently in the process of exchanging emails with people about booking an East Coast thing, then a California flyout thing, mm -hmm. and then hopefully booking out next year for a full West Coaster. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that possibly could be going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, trying to get it going as quick as possible, just hit the ground running. Yeah. Hayden, you're in a band called Illuminati, and yeah. I mean, do you find it difficult to kind of schedule? Are, are you kind of fearing with with this band that all of a sudden Crucial Moves is going to get a ton of stuff going on, and all of a sudden you won't be able to put do the you know commit to any Illuminati things? Uh, not really. It's uh, we've got pretty good communication as far as scheduling on and off. Um, not really stepping on any toes either way. It's everything's booked out far enough in advance that it's not really too much of an issue so far but uh, we'll see as that goes on um it's just it's definitely different luminati's been around for like six years this is still a fresh project so that's kind of just rolling on its own type of deal there's not a whole lot that goes into it we just had our groove going so this is just kind of sneaking crucial moves into that which has not at all been a problem it's been a lot of fun it's it's been a blast man it's, I'd play every day if I could. So, <laughs> Amen. Well, and that's the other thing, too, to touch on that is, you know, the communication, you know, amongst the five of us is really, really good. Mm -hmm. Like, which is funny because I've been in smaller bands and the communication was absolutely dog poop, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I can do it. Wow. I can do it. You can censor it. But, uh,. <laughs> Use my customer service voice. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, like right away I put together a thing, you know, with like blackout dates for everybody. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, like yeah. I've got kids, I've got, you know, everybody's got family stuff going on or different things going on outside of the band. So I wanted to be very conscious of, you know, not booking things so people can't do stuff and like can still live their lives outside of the band. Right. So, but, the communication thing has been absolutely clutch for us because, you know, everybody puts their dates into a note and then everybody can see it when stuff comes up. I say I look at it, but I don't, and I ask questions <laughs> anyways. I'm like, I'm one of those like, oh, this is going to make me sound so bad. I missed my first wedding anniversary <laughs> to play a show in California in Long Beach. So, uh... I'm of the ilk of like, well, it's something's it's getting booked. Yeah, yeah. This I'm man will risk life. a fight. For <laughs> <show>. <laughs> yeah, uh, sleep on the couch if I got up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's been really nice because you know those two have their thing going on. He's got his thing going on. I'm I work full time. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. So we just really try to make time for everybody else's stuff mm -hmm. while also. Like, just absolutely ground and pounding. But that speaks to, you know, we don't have to put, how do I say this? It's so easy. Like, it just, you hear people talk about their bands and like, oh, it's just effortless. And I've been in so many bands. Where it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not. Where you're just like, oh, man. At each other's throat. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you're crawling through broken glass just to get something done. And, yeah. you know... Even if these two can't get together, the three of us will get together. We'll put things together, and these guys come in. They add their stuff to it, and then we we change some parts. We add a little bit. Every time I write something, I'm like, it's going to be a minute and a half, guys. It'll be great. Four and a half minutes later. Four and a half <laughs> yeah. minutes later. Literally, like that. I wish that we weren't joking about that, but one song that I like, Motel. So yeah. I was like, this is going to be easy. In and out, it'll be simple, it'll be quick. And next thing well, you know, it's like, it's like four minutes long, no oh, joke. But it was like, worth it. It was worth yeah. it. Like, oh man, oh, we got three songs. And they like, play them and we time them. We're like, ah, oh, how long is this? 12 minutes. Oh, God. Like, that's like 15 minor threat songs. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the songwriting process since you brought it up. Yeah. Dan, are you writing most of the, the songs or is everybody sort of bringing something to the table? Everybody kind of brings something to the table. Um, I just, I crank out stuff because if I'm at home, I have an instrument in my hands. How many backlog songs do you have right now? Dude, let me look. <laughs> let me look. Let me look. Legitimately, like we have it's serious. Uh, let me look. 
It's I'm, good. I'm pulling out my voice memos. Yeah. Uh, and these are literally all things that I have written. Yeah. Or, like, mostly written that just need to, like, come to the table with. And two of which are the last two on there. We've already, like, we've got pretty much done. We just need Jordan and Trace to put their touches on it, rearrange a couple things, and get it show ready, get it record ready. But yeah, I uh, if I'm at home, I don't really care about watching TV too much. Uh, it's not really, it's never really been a thing of mine. So I have an instrument in my hands most times. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not playing along to records, I'm writing music. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the longest time, I playing in other bands, I was kind, I kind of felt more of like a hired gun than anything, you know. And it's not to slight anybody necessarily, but you know that age old like oh the bass player's got a song and i'm like no i got i got some songs here guys like you should check this out mm-hmm. but it's you know weird. we'll try to get together at you know my apartment you know and like hash out some things jordan will bring some riffs and we'll start you know working through everybody's stuff so if anybody brings something to the table we take a look at it. There's no, eh, well, you're not really a songwriter or any kind of thing yeah. like that. Everybody brings something to the table, and we take a look at it, and then we figure out, okay, well, if we do this with this part, hey, I've got a part for that'll match that part. Yeah, yeah, I, I can attest to that, too. Like, you know, I've always been a vocalist in every band I've ever been in, <laughs> um, which is, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. But I think, I think the coolest part about this band, though, is that, like, yeah, I actually feel like I have a say in, like, the actual song-making process, which yeah. is really, really cool because I've never had that. Like, they'll go out on a limb to make, like, make sure that I have the ability to be like, does your, do your lyrics fit in this? You know what I mean? You want this to be the lyrical content that you're making. Let's make the music fit it too. And that's, that's pretty cool. Never had that before. So well, when you were in a band with Dan 12 or 12 or 15 years ago, you guys weren't writing songs together at that point. Well, we were, but it was, I mean, we were like, (laughs) we were just making fun of it before. It was like a bunch of literally like, Straight edge kids trying to be tough guys. Uh-huh. And, oh, and, uh, did not work. Yeah, no, it didn't work. Cosplay. Cosplay tough guys. Tough guys. <laughs> it was for a different sure. world, for sure. Was it a similar type of music? I, I'd say... It, adjacent. In the same <laughs> channel of rivers, but... Yeah. yeah adjacent. Yeah, it, yeah. it was Kind of, sort of. Yeah, juvenile, for sure. But yeah, this is a, a more... Um, fine-tuned version of that what was the name of that band knock down drag out <laughs> sounds like everyone's favorite monster truck <laughs> God, like, how long oh. did knock out drag out last uh, like what uh, half a year yeah i would yeah maybe like five six months yeah. like we did play we, a couple shows yeah we did and like illinois we didn't play yeah. anything around here yeah oh no we played, <laughs> no, in, green bay. played in the basement yep, yep we played in the crack house yep. um, <laughs> in the crack house yes and then we played in green bay with jordan's old band yeah that's um, right oh wow holy yep. cow Dude, so yeah, well, yeah, Knockdown Dragout was a hit, I guess. <laughs> uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> I feel like I <laughs> not to sound mean because obviously it, I love it. Trace. I must say it with my chest. Uh, <laughs> I think that's like a chunk of like time that I just kind of block out. Things got a little got a little screwy there for a bit. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You were there, and then you kind of disappeared <laughs> yeah dude i came in and i was out yep <laughs> yeah you guys were well let's uh, let's first of all introduce if you could just say your name and then what you do in the band so if people can, are at home they can follow along with you know when names are thrown out cool yeah my name is jordan i play guitar in the band i am trace i'm the vocalist uh, my name's hayden i play drums i'm dan i play bass i'm jazz i play guitar all right, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> so, now we know. <laughs> I also play xylophone, trying. <laughs> <laughs> mean cowbell. <laughs> you guys are talking about like a show where a, like a joke was played. You want to yeah. kind of Just let me. the listeners yeah, know? I'm going to take the stage on this one. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh, we're playing at the Cole shot, and, and apparently... <laughs> I rile these guys up at practice way too much to the point that they decided that they needed to make a separate group chat. 
without me in it to tell all the other dudes to be like, make sure you wear Hawaiian shirts to this cold shot show and do not tell Trace. <laughs> so I, I get there. <laughs> I get there and yeah, they're all wearing. And I'm like, what? And I'm wearing like straight up all black. Yeah. Everything is black, and I'm like ready. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna kill it. I think it all like it, <laughs> we we went with it because we were playing our first show in Madison, and we weren't even planning on it, but we we just like jazz. Dan and I ended up having mustaches at that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Trace felt left out then. We're like, oh, this is pretty funny. Let's so leave Trace out of things. So, like, Trace is in front, all beardy. Hayden's in back, beardy, but straight across the middle, just mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like unplanned. So like, yeah, like, <laughs> it was like, and then, like, everybody's in, like, the fisherman's hats and, like, just... So it was one of those things. And so, like, Trace is Trace is a funny dude. So like he's always Thank you. he's always got something smart to say. So yeah. like I was like, oh man, this is gonna be great. So I started a separate group chat and I was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> let's all wear Hawaiian shirts. We're not telling Trace. <laughs> like let's. The best part to me was he wasn't even mad that like he was left out. The first thing he says is, "I have such a good Hawaiian shirt." <laughs> I really did. He's like, like, I could get the memo. He's, guys. Like, he's like, "I'll go home. I'll go home. I did, I'll go change I, right now." I did have to go home, and I just I brought it just in case they wanted to let me in. You know? <laughs> they didn't. No, so, we did tell who you. No, he said he would take his off if I, I put mine guilty. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so, the shame. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll get him back. <laughs> Don't so worry. I was legitimately expecting to roll up here today and like you know be in whatever, and then all of these guys <laughs> and something else and like you're like matching, you know. Oh, Trace, you're yeah. up front. You said you've yeah. always been the, the front yeah. person for each each band that yeah. you've been in. The videos that I've seen from Crucial Moves, I mean, you're stalking the stage. Has that always kind of been the style? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's a real tiger about Well, that. no, no, actually, it's funny because thinking back at jogging my brain about Knocked on Dragon, I remember my first ever show with them, which was my first show ever at that, like, real show ever outside of high school bands. Um where I was just standing still, like timid, and had my hand in my pocket. And I remember one of my, one of the, I don't know, it was you or one of the other band members, like slapped my hand out of the pocket, like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> so from then on, I'm like, dude, I don't know, I just gotta move and just like, I don't know, I have some so social anxiety a little bit. So especially getting into music. So I'm like, I gotta do something to keep me in it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna not stop moving the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just look really angry. And then in between sets, I go, thanks. <laughs> Smile and be me. The least angry person yeah. I've That's ever it. met in real life. And then hey, if you're driving a white like a Honda Accord, your lights are on. Yeah. <laughs> Bust that one out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just wanna, I don't know, I wanna emulate the music that I'm playing, which is always semi-angry music. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah, I just gotta keep moving. He's good at it. Well, I think too, like those they're crucial moves. Man. Yeah, those are. <laughs> <laughs> there, there might be some people listening or watching today that aren't familiar with like the hardcore scene and might just look at it for like negative kind of connotations or, or some kind of stereotype about sure. hardcore that they have in their head. Like, can you let the audience know specifically the people that aren't familiar with hardcore, like what the scene's all about and what what a, a typical show is like? It's not just people beating the crap out of each no. other and no <laughs> beating to, the crap to, with purpose to <laughs> me like that that's always been the fun part about playing like kind of hardcore music is yes it's not like uh this genre attracts like you know huge like festivals with thousands of people or anything like that but it's very much like a huge family every mm -hmm. time you go to a show it's like you see the same familiar faces and you always have so many people supporting you. That was the most fun part about playing our first show in Madison. It was my first show in 15 years. Didn't mm -hmm. know how we were going to be received in like the second oh. we started playing. People were moving around yeah. and it was it was like crazy. Yeah. It, it, it like like I said, it yeah. was 15 years, but it felt like nothing had changed yeah. for me. It was a wild trip. Yeah, it's I'll a, take it's off of that. Of I think I think it's really cool to 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 note that you could you could put two hardcore bands next to each other and they they could sound vastly different in music tone or like in style and you could be like those are two different types of bands but I think hardcore in its essence <clears throat> it's more like Jordan was saying it's like very community based it's very like when you're in it you're in it you know what I mean and it's just like 
it's definitely more of like a lifestyle and like a community than it is necessarily a music type. It's just music is what brought everybody there. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely. the coolest yeah. part of hardcore for me. Um, yeah, it's very well said. Yeah, Thank and growing you. up, you know, listening to <clears throat> punk rock, you know, there's some guys that get into hardcore through metal. Yep. You know, there's guys that get into it through mm-hmm. punk rock, and there's just some people that like, you know. I don't know where they heard one hardcore song and are like, well, this is it. it. You know, um, one of the things that drew me in big time, especially to punk rock, and we can go all the way back to that even, is, uh, you know, the anti-racism, the Mm anti-homophobia, the anti-transphobia, you know, and like the stuff like that, like, which is huge to me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of ironic for such angry music. It's just, it's all love. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, nothing but love. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's obviously, there's still, you know, with every genre, subculture, whatever, there's still the outliers that are not good people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way I see it is they're not, they're not one of us. You know, yeah. like when I go to a show, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little more buck nutty than I should, especially at my age these days. <laughs> <laughs> these guys like to give me grief about it. <laughs> but, you know, my wife and I just flew out to Philadelphia to go to a show, you know, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I made friends, like, <clears throat> instantly. Yeah. Like, and I feel like it's not the same with other genres. Yeah. You know, there's people like, you see, like, the ravers, and they're all like, yeah, we're all buddy-buddy, and it's because they're all on ecstasy or whatever. And <laughs> they're like, ah, I want to pet the furry walls. Like, whereas, like, there's still people from Philadelphia that I'm talking to now. There's people that I've met all over the country playing hardcore, playing punk rock, whatever, that are friends of mine. Like, you know, punk rock got me into being friends with Jordan, and, like, a lot of the bands I listen to still to this day are bands that Jordan showed me when we were in seventh grade. You know, we were kids. And now yeah. I've got, you know, a almost 13-year-old that's getting into it and finding out that it's more than just music. It's a community. Yeah. Uh, and that was, you know, one of the things that was important for me with this <clears throat> project was not just being a loud, in-your-face band. And like, yeah, that's... That's what we are. We, some of our songs are very political forward, um, and other songs are very much about real life situation, like real life things that like happen to me, yep. my family, you know, uh, the other guys, and we all bring in. Like as we said earlier, we bring stuff in that actually affects us, and you know, my kids seeing. That like, oh, it's a community, and there's more to it. You know, the first shirt we put together that we still have for sale. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna plug some merch. <laughs> um, but the reason I the, the reason I'm plugging it is because we decided as as a group that we wanted to be more than just loud. And the first shirt, all of anything above cost that we're doing for these shirts is going to Safe Haven Pet Sanctuary. That show we played in Madison was a benefit show for an organization that helps out LGBTQT plus uh, kids, you know, and that. So it was it was a no brainer for us right. to do those things. And then, like, if I throw something out, you know, some you know some stuff at the cold shot, you know, trying to help some people out, and we we donated our money to some people that needed help. Mm-hmm. Well, after we got paid, yeah. and I I had suggested it. And within two seconds, everybody was like, no question, no No question, no question, like, easy peasy, let's do this. It's kind of the fun part about being adults now, like, yeah, we all have, like, full-time jobs and everything, (laughs) but that's that's really what it's all about, like, I mean, you know, when I played when I was younger, I had part-time jobs, money was a lot more tight and everything, but it's just not the case now, so, you know, when we talk about, like, giving to charities and everything and helping out others in need, it's like... I, we don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. I'd much rather help somebody else out. Right. Exactly. Give it right back. I, I'm just here I'd, I'd for the good music time. Anyway, I, I'm not. Know? I'm not here to like 
make money yeah, or anything. No. Like yeah, that. we're not tur- like look, we're not for turnstile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't foresee any Taco no? Bell commercials in our future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That is so rad. I'd take a Taco Bell sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the so thing. Taco like, Bell, if you want, if you want to pick us up, don't listen hey. to Dan. Taco John's, we're in. <laughs> I'm the outlier. Olay's. Yeah, you guys, for real. Olay's, the Olay's, Olay's dude. Olay's. Pretty legit. So did I hear right, Jordan? You you were into metal music, and yeah, is that yeah? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I first got into was uh, was a lot of metal when I was younger, and then it just kind of transitioned into like, you know, when I was growing up in middle school, that's when like, you know. Pop punk was really blowing up and all over TRL when that was still on MTV and everything. And, you know, I was one of those closet people who listened to it. I wanted to act. Like, I only listened to metal, but, you know, I was listening to Blink 182 and New Found Glory and everything. And from there, like, you you just kind of like, well, what were their influences and everything? And you kind of discover, like, you know, older punk and, like, a lot of hardcore from that. And that's just kind of how I transitioned into that. That's, you know, the same. Same way I listen to music today, I listen to like predominantly like a lot more metal than I would say like hardcore or punk. But it, like it's still something that I'm passionate about. A lot of fun to play. It's a, it's uh like kind of a challenge for me to play in a way as well. It's not the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm writing songs or anything, but it like opens up like this kind of creative vessel in me that allows me to you know write outside of what feels comfortable necessarily so sure. i mean the, a lot of metal music you've got fast runs lots of you know flashy guitar solos are used definitely our noodle master so you're <laughs> bringing some of the noodling to to crucial moves yeah and that's been kind of like the fun part is i've written some songs and everything but i i would say dan is like a really solid songwriter like Thank definitely you. writes like the the good like core of the song and then he'll bring it in and I'll learn the basics of it, and then I can kind of hear in my head, like, what should go over the top. But, no, I'm not trying to do anything flashy anymore. That's not important to me as it was back in the day. I want to, like, more so write stuff that I think will actually sound good mm-hmm. and stuff that I actually want to hear, not the thing that's going to make me look cool in right. front of right. other guitar players that might be in an audience. Right. right. You're doing a project with Trace as well. Is that project similar to Crucial Moves? No. no. So the, the other band that Trace and I have going on is uh, kind of like uh, like a... I would say it sounds like mid two thousands metalcore, so it's a it's a lot of fun to have two completely different projects, and that yeah. will also help with. Again, we're never gonna like step on toes with this band, worrying about playing any similar type of music. They're completely separate. Oh yeah, every show you play, both bands can play. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that would be uh-huh. stressful. Yeah. Does this project have a name? Yeah. Uh, Rain Chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rain Chamber, like R E I G N Chamber. No, I A R A I N. I was like, wait, you say win in this spelling? I'm like, rain. I'm like, wait, did he just spell rain? I'm not just reiterating my vowels. Jordan, that's a pretty metal shirt there too. I mean, somewhat like the printing is metal. It's definitely a K-pop band on here. I do love me some Korean pop, but when you make it in the style of a metal shirt, 100%. I'm gonna buy it. That's like chef. That's cool, dude. It's like the the writing that looks like a tree or like blood vessels yeah. <laughs> you don't know what it like, actually says if you can't read it exactly. like if you're a band with a logo that you can't distinguish what it says at all chances are i'm probably gonna like you exactly. and try to figure it out <laughs> well you guys are playing with death wish soon and then death wish has kind of like not that veined up but it's kind of veiny like yeah. the death wish logo it's a little vein. when you guys are playing shows <laughs> oh my just not <laughs> You gotta tell it to him. Oh, you know he's gonna die. I should have went. This way. <laughs> he should have went this way. <laughs> oh god! Sorry, that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. Just, uh, so, so when you're playing shows, yeah. you're gonna be playing with uh, Death Wish. Um, sure. I mean, the styles of music—they're they've got qualities that are similar. I and mean, do you like 
mixing up the genres. I always find it interesting. That yes, some bands do not like doing that. I like shows that they mix it up. I was oh, I was mixed. just talking to a buddy about this. I'm like, dude, mix it up. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if anything's to say, like that Cold Shot show, none of oh, us, yeah. none of the bands sounded the same. No. So like, and I think that's that's cool because then you can get a variety of people that wouldn't have checked us out that were there and be like, you know, maybe this is cool. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not like, and then maybe it goes back to that, you know, people having this, you know, bad connotation of what hardcore is. And then now they're like, oh, wow. Like they see the passion that we put into it. And maybe they catch like three words that I'm actually saying. And they say, (laughs) oh, that sounds like something that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? I don't know. Are people kind of blown away when you actually tell them what the lyrics are? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I another friend conversation I had, and they're like, "Why are you just yelling all the time? Why are you so angry?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, like, and I said this at the show. I'm like, well, this song that I just said, you know, I was just yelling, is about. It's like kind of like a love song, but it's like I think you just take that that passion, you just mm-hmm. turn it to eleven, right? You just turn turn it all yeah. the way up, and you and you just all of the emotions, very emotional driven. Um, music type or like and that's my perspective that's why I have to move around and get angry is because it's just like very very emotional for me and not like a sad or mad or angry way it's just kind of like the spectrum of it yeah yeah yeah, well said. Thank you. <laughs> so, so the the show that you did again with not to keep going back to but the yeah. the cold shot it was Sweet Talk and Floral Friday and Floral Friday is kind of like a pop pop rock yeah, band yeah. right so we had a lot of different genres and that show again looked awesome like yeah. the, the videos I saw yeah. Shout out to Danger. I don't remember the his his YouTube name. Yeah. He's got a, a really good YouTube channel with live videos. Yeah. Oh, so oh, yeah. Okay. Was that, that the dude who's off to the side? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So this like yeah. so I talked to him. I made sure that like I, I'm following. Yeah. I will let I will share it with everybody. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it was like in nine days I will share one song. And I'm like. <laughs> Word. All right. Well, He's got like a system for his stuff, and like he was kind of explaining his system, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, that's actually super that's rad." Right. Like, hmm. and he's like doing something cool for local music. The, yeah, the song sweet. he put that's up, awesome. I really liked. I don't know the name of it because what it song did he even put up? Yeah. <laughs> let's, all right. Let's do let's do some checking here because I don't even know. I'm. I think Jordan had like a, a cool cool guitar riff in it, and right it, it's a good oh. song. But again, it didn't have like a title or anything, so. I'm sure it wasn't called that's Crucial kind of, Moves. It's kind of our style. We just yeah. like go into like that's been kind of the fun part too. Is like we don't intentionally do it, but like all the songs kind of like flow with each other while yeah. also sounding completely different. So like the first couple of shows that we played, you know, we don't really need to take breaks or anything because it's not like they. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I only yeah, have so many jokes that I can throw out <laughs> during the middle of the set, oh, yeah. and some of them, you know, mad shirt sure. don't oh, go right. Butt so. crack. <laughs> nope, that was a mic stand. They look the same. Do you know this? Oh, the, it's echoes. It's oh, the one you cool. were talking about. So that's yeah. the song that I was talking about. Yeah. It's kind of a love so we'll song. Have to... yeah. We'll have to look at the Very way. cool. Um, yeah. Let's uh, get into Jazz's mind a little bit here because he's been kind of quiet. Let's. Uh, <laughs> he's thinking about it. You let him loose and he won't. He's a goblin. <laughs> so, Jazz, you're, you're uh, doing guitars with Jordan. How, do, how are your styles similar and how are they different? How do they work together? Um, I mean, I don't, they mesh pretty well. I, I actually listen to a lot of metal as well, but I'm not a shredder. I don't play guitar as well as Jordan, but there's no issues. And were you the the last person to join the band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, how did they find you? Were you just you make yourself available? <laughs> Directly the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I was kind of mentally going through some stuff and just really isolating and dan was like constantly trying to be like hey you want to jam you want to jam you want to jam and i just be like that's what dan does and i also have really bad adhd so honestly i just get like really bad squirrel brain but eventually (laughs) eventually i was in february right yeah yeah Yeah. i made it out to practice and yeah I think that's a that's an att- a testament to jazz, though. Like he said, February he started this band, and he's in our first show and he, was in March. And I, yeah. I remember I was talking to some other friends. I was like, Yo, this is I don't insane. know like how he's gonna pick up on everything." And like the the next couple of practices, jazz had everything. It was, down. Just, it it was, was crazy, just, and it was just in this in the most jazz way possible. It's like <laughs> he's playing it, and then dance like. Spot on, and he goes, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "All right, cool." Yeah. Like, He's like, "Let's go." 
Sometimes uh, I'm a little slow to process things, but once I get it a, done, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, then it's like just burned into your brain. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like, why did I like, trip out over that? For sure. Yeah, it, honestly, it went from like, okay, like, well, does he want to do this? Is he going to be able to do this? We're throwing a lot at wow. someone. You know, and it, he had three weeks to learn an entire set. And like learning, and we were also still learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and there we're like trying to like change some stuff, and like he'd come, to, you know, we're like, oh hey, by the way, we're going to change this, and he's like, cool, I just learned all of this, <laughs> and now you guys are changing it. Like, yeah, excellent. But honestly, it it was zero to a hundred. Like, mm-hmm. just the f- switch got turned on, and all of a sudden we're like playing, and I'm like. Yeah, for sure, like, the the missing element to everything, like, you know, when it was, like, the the four of us originally, like, yeah, it sounded good, it sounded fine, but it it was just missing that something, it didn't sound full, and then when Jazz came in and he got the songs down, it was like, that was, that's exactly what was missing, Mm -hmm. right there. I think there's an element of, like, you know, (laughs) because these guys are such jerks to me about this, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I'm a music theory guy, and, like, I'm like, all right, so this is the chord structure, these are the chords, this is the scale. It's like Latin to me. I'm like, no, tell me numbers. And these guys want to give me the business about it, but, like, it balances out so well that, like, it, it helps me, especially as, you know, musician and as a friend and as a teacher, you know, like, these guys don't know some of the goofball music theory stuff so then i've got to slow down and then as i'm slowing down i'm going oh that chord doesn't fit right or this strumming pattern doesn't you know this this change doesn't work and i'm like okay and then like now i'm like oh excellent like this sounds so much better you know because these guys they're differing styles and you know differ from mine too because i play guitar too that's you know i started on guitar well i started on drums originally as a kid but yeah Yeah. obviously didn't work (laughs) 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 the roast of dan (laughs) kerner ladies and gentlemen jesus he's usually Um, the roast (laughs) (laughs) but jazz's style and like watching him become more and more comfortable for sure has been really really awesome it's again it's one of those things like about hardcore and punk is like watching younger people get into it watching your friends get into it even in a band watching everybody come into their own jordan's jordan's saying he doesn't shred but he does (laughs) yeah and like you shred (laughs) and it's you know it's <laughs> Jazz's rhythm parts just fit so well against my ba- like, yeah. It pairs well with my bass playing. My bass playing pairs well with his drumming. Jordan's melody parts that he writes, like, I yeah, I, can I write a song? Can I put the structure together? Sure, but I don't have those like noodly melody bits. And Jordan, within you know, he'll go all right. He'll learn like you said. He'll learn the parts, or he'll learn the basic song. And then the next practice, come back, and we're going through the song, and he's just going, and, like, it's, you know, I call it show-stopping. Like, we'll we'll literally go, what the hell was that? Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, oh, I'm just doing this. And he's just like, ah, (laughs) ah, it's no big deal. In the corner. Yeah, he's doing his thing, like, stepping on his tuner. (laughs) It's my specialty. Um, (laughs) Ripping his cable out. Yeah. But but that's been one of the other fun parts is... You know, back to the songwriting process is watching everybody come into their own and everybody builds everybody up. There's no there's no tearing anybody down. You know, there's no infighting. You know, I've been in other bands, that's you know, I'll be real, that's why I left Fast Plants. Like, it wasn't fun anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotta be fun. It's- it just like it j- when the fun stopped, the fun stopped hard. And there were warning signs, there were red flags. And, you know, I'm not going to sit and bash those dudes. You know, but it is what it is. And there was a lot of, like, I'm taking my ball and going home because mm-hmm. you didn't do the thing I said. And it was, 
you know, when I joined that band, it was put to me that it was, you know, a democracy, a four equal share. And anybody in bands knows that, like, democracy works to a certain point. There does have to be one or two people that are like, hey, that kind of, like, push a little bit, you know. But that was just, it turned into a, a dictatorship, essentially. And, like, it just wasn't fun anymore. I couldn't deal with, you know, I was driving, you know, almost three hours to practice and someone would, you know, pitch a fit about something so simple and trivial. Oh, I'm leaving. Cool. We just practiced for 25 minutes. I, this is six hours round trip for me. Grow up, please. (laughs) And now with these guys, you know, we were talking, we were talking about doing a cover song and Jordan had mentioned, he's like, ah, I don't really listen to that band you know, I kind of feel a way about it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, done. And he's like, no, no, no. If everybody else wants to, you know, I'm like, no, dude, like, you're my friend. And you said you were, you're, like, even hinting at being uncomfortable with something. That's dead stop. Done. Like, because I respect you more so than, like, even beyond being a band member, you're my friend. Like, and it's really important to me that being in a band everybody works together you're gonna have you're gonna have some infighting there's going to be issues that come up it's like a marriage you know for those of you that are married you know that it is not hunky-dory all the time there are going to be arguments but it's how you handle those things that really make or break and i just you know after i got sober i realized my patience for some stuff was a lot lower and I have cover it up anymore. Yeah, I don't have any like I, there's zero there's zero like mask about it now, and like I have boundaries that I I've had to set for myself that like that I just won't I will not accept anything. But you know, like if you're being disrespectful, you're not being a good person. See ya. I also a, just don't think like. Any of us would put up with something that is like no. Yeah, no. isn't fun or anything. I have plenty of fun outside right. of the band, so I was never going to join if it felt like work, right. essentially. Sure, yeah. And it's it's just never felt like that at all. Like when we get together, that's like to me that feels like hanging out with right. friends. Oh, like, absolutely. It double it doubles over into that, and it's just like fun to get together, but also like be doing something productive and writing music and being doing something that other people can get into yeah and you know there's a lot of legwork that gets done and like i like doing that stuff so i take it on myself to do it it keeps me busy if i if i'm not busy i'm in trouble like i know that about myself i can't sit still you know i do stupid stuff <laughs> i'm impulsive um what yeah no, you don't say what? Yeah. That's no way at my whole face um <laughs> But, uh, so there's legwork that I like doing that, like, sheltering isn't necessarily the right word, but it kind of shelters everybody else from, lose, like, not having fun. Because there's parts of, like, trying to get the merch stuff done, trying to get tour stuff booked, trying to talk to labels about trying to pick up the record we're trying to record. You know, the behind-the-scenes stuff that <clears throat> I find fun. Not everybody else finds fun. I love doing that stuff. I love networking. I love, you know, talking to people from all over. Like, yo, we want to play in your basement. Like, we don't even need, you know, I'm not trying to play the Ritz. Like, let me play in your basement. Like, well, you so. Said, so you said you're you're currently recording or working on re- recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What, what do you have done so far? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just just, Wait, just conversations. Yeah. Just, just a little bit of like some pre-production stuff that yeah. uh, Hayden and I have worked on. Um, you know, we're we've got a place that we're going to go to. We've got someone in, that's going to produce it for us, and yeah. it's just a matter of just well, putting our ducks in a row right now, kind of setting all our templates, figuring out all our official BPMs and stuff like that. But within the next, hopefully, week or two, we should be in laying tracks and getting stuff done. 
Finally. So, yeah, super excited for that. Have music Stoked. to send out to people. Yeah. So, yeah. Should be a fun time. That's one of the one of the reasons why, like, when Dan and I first met up and we were talking and everything, and we're like, well, what is this going to, like, turn into? Yeah, I wanted to play shows and everything, but above all, I just wanted to be, like, a band that had recordings that mm-hmm. people could listen to and had merch yeah. as well that people, like... It's it's just like so much fun. Like when you when we played our shows and then you see strangers buying your shirts. That yeah. was like such a mental a trip cool for me to see again. Yeah, it's it's definitely a trip. We uh, we've got a question here from Joel Ziegler. You kind of just answered it. He asked if you had any recordings coming out soon, but then he asked uh, he wants your opinion on how healthy the Fox City's hardcore scene is. Um, not exist. Yeah, I think it's growing. A let me bit. let me <laughs> let me uh, let me take this uh, on and run. Yeah, with I haven't it. lived here in like ten years yeah. up until this past summer, so I, I can't really attest to that at all. So that's kind of a there's two coin two sides of that coin. Um, depending on how you want to look at it, there's divisions within the hardcore scenes everywhere you go. So hardcore is such a blanketed. Term, yeah. term, you know, there's hardcore punk, then you've got, there's so many different bands, so many different subsects. You know, there's guys like Tobin, you know, from Retox that, like, are st- steadily trying to keep things going still. Their version of, their hardcore punk band is slightly different than our hardcore band as, you know, Deathwish. Like you had mentioned before, there's there's differences in our sounds but, you know, there was just a hardcore show on Sunday that I was at, you know, that Tobin had set up. And it did die out for a while. Like, and I don't know if if it did actually die out or because I was I had removed myself from the scene. It's yeah. hard to say whether it's alive or dead when you remove yourself for so long. I'd spent so much time in Milwaukee, you yeah. know, and Chicago. I think well, I think the biggest thing is just like we were all old enough to remember a time where it was really thriving mm-hmm. around here. Yeah, it was and that like it was super I mean, that's probably why we all got into it is because it was thriving so much. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know, yeah, like you said, it, it really did die off for a while and I mean I think a big thing is is not enough all ages venues, not enough people trying to keep it alive. Um I mean, yeah, so like well that's why people had to venture out to like Milwaukee or Chicago and stuff like that to go yeah. and to people go move. and do this because it's booming in Milwaukee right now. Like yeah. hardcore in Milwaukee Huge. is bigger than it's been since I was, you know, in my early twenties. So like, that's awesome. And I think hardcore in in a general sense is bigger than it's ever been too, mm-hmm. which is really cool to see. So I think I think Dan's answer is right. It, it's hard to, to gauge it now, but I think the potential's there for yeah. it to get. Yeah, bigger. it's it's like right Definitely there on the way. precipice yeah. of like popping off again you know there's just you, alternative you know, music the, in general around yeah here. the difference in generations you know like i remember you know jim jones and the kool-aid kids and like you know different stuff from when i was younger you know uh choose your poison was yeah. actively going hard when we were Crazy. kids yep. you oh, know and yeah. in like high school and stuff and just different bands that like the scene was different we had we had so many different punk houses. There was the Patty Mayonnaise. There was the BFG. Oh my god! You know the Poison <laughs> Estate. Dude, you know yeah, the Locust like Lounge. Yeah, there's nothing like that anymore. No. Like it's <clears throat> that's you know all and it's kind of it's funny because all of us grew up on paper, you know, like starting families, doing whatever, yeah. and like you know the crack house, yeah. like you know. You know, Chong's Happy Palace. Like, we were all living together as kids. And, like, you know, then guys get older, they move away, they move to the other side of the country, mm-hmm. different things. So, sometimes, or houses get torn down, you know, because yeah. of greedy, you know, greedy bastards that just, like, it's all about the money. And they tear down houses that were, you know, thriving parts of the community. Um, but when you, like Trey said, when you look at hardcore as a whole and not just our scene isolated because Wisconsin hardcore, Wisconsin punk rock is still, is going hard. It's 
getting bigger and bigger. You know, seeing kids from Generation Y giving it their all. Um, you know, the kids in Elmer Gluskin playing punk rock. You know, those kids rule. I love seeing them. I, you know, they played the other night. They're one of my favorite Appleton bands to see. And they just, they're just passionate about it. They, they just want to play rock and roll, you know, and they really, really put on a good show. Yeah. You can tell the passions there. Just, just, just. I just think we a lot of the those kids need just the ability to have that outlet. Yeah, and, and they can't really play at bar shows all the time. So I think that's the biggest thing. My yeah, opinion. we need we need more all ages yeah. places again. Yeah, or like places that are willing to like take an L, I guess financially for a few <laughs> hours and let you know let these kids put on matinee shows because i remember matinee shows as a kid yeah, like yeah. Yeah. some were, some of these places around here yeah, yeah, yeah a lot some, more a lot of ages places around here places <clears throat> were putting on shows you know at their place and you know like wristbands whatever yep. like two to whenever you know you could play a show right. as a kid and like that's not it's not as common like look at green bade music for you know R- rock and roll high school concert cafe you know some of these some of these younger cats don't know that stuff but like right. i was just on the cusp of like going to places like that or showing up to shows because my friends were way older you know like guys like opie and you know derek veruda and like you know like growing up with deconform and like let's deconform you got to play bass for at the opie tribute show yeah which I mean, is where i met you actually um, How was that experience? All of a sudden, you're playing bass and deconform. That was that was weird because I like I had taken some time off from music. There were some personal things going on in my life, and I was I was a train wreck. Um, and I just I got really really bummed. I'm trying to play music. Things weren't going well every time. Like I said, trying to put stuff together, it just never worked out. And I finally was like, eh, I'm done with this. And then the benefit for Opie came up. And uh, Jess Veruta, Derek's sister, had wasn't going to be able to play bass. And thing wasn't going to be able to play in the band, like, period. And Derek hit me up and was like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, I had a half a second where I was like, hmm. And I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. Like, why? Like, there's, it's friends of mine, people I've known, you know, that looked out for me when I was the little, you know, 14, 15 year old idiot with the pink mohawk and like Israeli combat boots and just like <laughs> the two punk for everybody kid, you know? So it was, it was great. And then, the only thing that I was really worried about is because I, I'm a Virgo. Of all the things you said all day, that's that's like a sidebar. Me and Jazz <laughs> thing. That's a right. me and Jazz sidebar thing. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, I am super organized. In very specific parts of my life, uh, music is one of those things, oh, and it was put to me that we were only going to get to have two practices before this. So not only are we only going to practice and twice, <clears throat> I've got to try to learn music that I haven't heard in you know seventeen years. I was a kid, but I was a kid going to all of the Deconform shows, like, and that was part of it. I was like, yeah, I love this band. You know, I love Opie. Like, he was a good dude. He was always so kind to everybody. You know, and like, all right, yeah, I'm in. And then we practiced. It was the first one. I was like, oh, boy, (laughs) I don't know the song. (laughs) Clearly nobody knows these songs anymore. And like trying to work off of recordings that were, you know, basement, like home recordings. And like, all right, so we got to build a set. Some of these songs aren't recorded, and Corey's got to show me like, you know, the chords because Derek doesn't know the chords. And like, all right. And then the second time we got together, that was like, all right, this is like dress rehearsal. Like, if it doesn't work after this, it doesn't work. Yeah. Which, you know, 
a testament to it. Like, we're playing street punk. Like, hey, you can be bad. It's cool. <laughs> it's totally you cool. Can roll with it. <laughs> like, you you can don't roll have to it. be good. You and, can like, roll with it. It just, it, it's even more punk rock if you're terrible. <laughs> but we got to the show and and we played it and it was really, really good. It was fun. It was, it felt nice to be on a stage again. So that was like what really was like, was a catalyst for me to like be like all right i have to do this again hell yeah and then i started drinking way heavier (laughs) (laughs) and then tanked my own ambition and that like music and other things took such a backseat to my my drug addiction and my alcohol addiction and once that once i finally you know threw those chains off myself i was like i've been like gung-ho doing all the things i've wanted to do you know, I've I've gone to places I've wanted to be. I've played in in bands and like I've done stuff again. Like not, I did a lot of cool things with Fast Plants. So I can't, you know, I kind of I got to backpedal a little bit on some stuff I said earlier. But you know, I tell people when it was fun, it was fun, and when it wasn't, it absolutely was not. Um, but I got to play places like Alex's and like. Derek Derek and them asking me to do the Opie thing really was what slingshotted me back into wanting to play music. And seeing everybody get together for such a good person was great. I saw so many friends that I haven't seen since high school. I met a lot of great people along the way. There's great people I met along the way that are no longer with us. You know, and it seemed to be that, like, Things went from like, all right, everybody's like doing really good, and then all of a sudden, like, Opie <laughs> passed. Uh, your friend passed, like, yeah, Phil, Phil yeah. and like, you know, it was just like bang, like, just hard hits to the old guard, I guess you could say. You know, and it's like kind of put things even more into perspective for me. Like, Opie loved music and was always down to play, and I was like, all right my friends are my friends are dying like and i still have life like i have to give a hundred percent and like so the band name like that's kind of how that came up i literally just one day i was like i've got to start making some crucial moves and like i got to get into this and i was like damn that's there actually <laughs> damn, that's kind of a cool band name i'm like all right all right, so and that's just kind of how that happened. It was very organic and like I think that was my favorite part is that we didn't have to think of the band name. Uh, I thought that was just the name of the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the name of the band as well. Okay. That was one of the times that like I was like, "All right, so this is what we're doing." <laughs> like if you guys well, don't like it, we can call it something it's, else. It's so fitting, though, because, I mean, it really has been since day one, like, hit the ground running. Like, we yeah. are out here making moves. Yeah. Man, so oh, for sure. It it's, fits. Well, I've, I've got a couple quick hits for you because we're, okay. like, right at the end. Yeah. Um, we had a he comment that uh, yeah. tell Trace that Godzilla is better than King Kong. Oh, that. <laughs> Fire him up. I, have, end, some, really? I have some <laughs> words for <laughs> That's probably my friend Ben. <laughs> um, then, Dan, you play with a pick. You pick play bass with a pick is that because you started on guitar or just because the style of music is easier with a pick um i can play both um i just because of my style um i learned early on that like just play how you play Mm -hmm. and i like a pick better but i can do both it's just a matter of my tone my attack everything my right hand is like a sledgehammer and I had to learn how to like hit hard with finesse and doing that with a pick is, is easier for me, I guess. Yeah. Or I get, I get the results better with a pick. Aiden. Yeah. Luminati put out a video for bring the light yeah. recently. Um, quick. Uh, yeah, that's actually, it's the title track off our new album that we just dropped. Um, so that's out on streaming platforms everywhere called Bring the Light. Um, super cool video. We had a buddy of ours come in who got a bunch of new camera equipment. Um, it was actually recorded in the studio that we're going to be recording our next stuff in, um, my other band's studio called the Luma Lab. Um, 
but yeah, it's it was a really fun process, really fun to shoot. I'm excited to start doing stuff like that with these guys. Um, Are you going to get a different base cover head so when Crucial Moves play, you're not nah, promoting like, the no. Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's I just, just constant I, plug. I just ordered a Crucial Moves kick drum head like two days ago, yeah. so it should be here in like a week. Trace. I'm stoked on that. Yeah. You're oh, in a good position to oh, be videoing I'm, this up. I know yeah, you're thinking you about it. No, I'm already thinking <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we've like... Dan has floated like uh, a music video idea and everything, and Trace is like, I'm all over it. Yep, done. Yeah, it's mine. It's mine. I, oh, and that's the thing. My brain works like I'm always so much further ahead of myself than I can actually get my body to do things. And it's been really nice. I can float all these, like, because I'm always like, guys, just go with me on this. This is bonkers. I know it's going to sound bad shit crazy. Like, and they're like, no, this is doable. Like, yeah. And Trace was like, no, that's my wheelhouse, dude. Like, <laughs> let's go. Like, it gets me giddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can people go to find out more about Crucial Moves? I know the, the web imprint is pretty small so far. You've yeah, got yeah, a Facebook page. Still firing that up. It Facebook, like Instagram, Instagram. Our Instagram looks like it's the most. Yeah, I think yeah. that gets that is yep. the most active. Yep. We'll put up, like, little videos and everything like that and have the most updates mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, up. once we have some recordings, we'll put up a band camp and stuff, but I didn't really think it was necessary to Not have a band camp. Yeah. With I think it's nothing. Yeah, it's, it's just Crucial Moves 920 on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Simple, short, sweet, just like our set. <laughs> just like our set. Yeah. yeah.